I can ride my bike with no handlebars, no handlebars, no handlebars. I can ride my bike with no handlebars, no handlebars, no handlebars. Look at me, look at me, hands in the air like it's good to be alive. And I'm a famous rapper, even when the past. All right, coming back at you with episode 26 of the Summer Miles podcast. We are officially two weeks away from Sir Walter Myler 5. Very exciting. My name is Pat Price. I'm excited to be here today with my co-host, Mr. Sandy Roberts. Sandy, what is going on today? Uh, always good to be back, Pat. Always good to be back. How was the Pat? bear? Bear was awesome. Um, obviously, if you folks are familiar, the bear is a five mile up Grandfather Mountain. A true bear of a race, 24th running of it. My brother was like, dude, you gotta sign up. Sign up at a random day in February. It, like sells out in one day. Had no idea what I was getting into, but probably one of the most rewarding races that I've done. Go, midway through, going through the Highland Games with bagpipes playing, one of the most um, exhilarating things mid-race I've ever experienced. Problem is, is you can't let that get the best of you because the next two miles are switchbacks. It's tough. That I, will, I put in in hurt so. will put you in the hurt locker. Will put you in the hurt locker. But seriously, twenty fourth running on it's exci- it's a it's an awesome tradition. Very cool. Heard you took home some hardware too. I did. Did uh, came in on third place. Very pleased. Um, two guys in front of me had a great race. They were far enough ahead that I was like, they've done some mountain running. Nice. Well, speaking of mountain running, Sandy, we did have something. Mount Greenway. We did. Was the last Greenway challenge? Quick, quick shout out here. Matthew Stale and Laura Berry won that and are also leading the GC on that. And, of course, we had the Pump Station Hill, King and Queen in the Mountain section on that one that Spencer Houston and Colleen McCarthy took home the wins on. And then, finally, from Mount Greenway, we had the random drawings for some Summer Miles tanks. So, Alicia Bader, Justin today, shoot us a note, summermiles at gmail.com. We will get you some swag. And this week... We are on the Umpstead Steeplechase. Why don't you tell us about that course, Sandy? Yeah, absolutely. So if, if I remember correctly, it's down there on Turkey Creek, right? It's that kind of five-mile loop. Or what's the... It starts, yeah, right there on Ebenezer Church Road. Right. You kind of head towards Reedy Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, cross go, the river. Yeah, you go down Reedy Creek, up Reedy Creek, Oof. then down Cedar Ridge, cross the river, and then up Turkey Creek for the last half mile or so it's in, that's that's kind of an old school i remember when there was like the old ebenezer which you actually crossed right there the old road you know what i'm talking about oh yeah and yeah. i remember going out there in, in high school and parking and like no one was out there uh-huh and now that that's like actually like a, like a actual parking road exactly yeah they've i don't i guess it is official but over the years people just started parking there kind of cut a hold of the trail and now every weekend you go out there you see a lot of cars so if you have not been out there yet this is leg three of the tour to walter leg four will be next week so with this umstead steeplechase and then the uncle ebenezer kom challenge you got until monday at midnight <laughs> these names are epic <laughs> Pat, can you give uh, can you give the people any sort of hint of what that last week may be on the final leg of the tour de walter it might have something to do with our logo so just just a hint Gotcha. If you're following me on Strava, which a lot of you do, you kind of figure out when I go and do these, and you say, "Oh, I know that," and then that's what's it. So, if you're so, not friends with myself on Strava, hit me up, Sandy as well. I know he's starting to get into that Strava game. I know. Actually, I ha- so I have a Garmin now. I'm on Strava now. I have to make the connection of uploading the Garmin to the Strava, which um, what's going to be happening soon because this is such a community of folks that I'm just missing out on. And I need to I need to get connected. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. Speaking of a lot of fun, we've got some 
exciting interviews today. The first is going to be with Les Abbott of Raleigh Brewing. He talks about the special beer they're creating for us this year. If you haven't been to Sir Walter before, or even if you have, we have an awesome pre-party and post-party over at Raleigh Brewing Company. Uh, we have a few special beers this year that we made a lot of. So Raleigh Brewing did one. Wicked Weed is doing one that we've talked about. And all the proceeds from this are going to go to the KL Cancer Fund, which leads us to our interview at the end of the episode with Robin Pate from KL. Really cool interview. If you mm-hmm. want to see kind of what they're doing, if, if you're local, you may know about KL, the uh, previous basketball coach over at NC State. And uh, really fun to kind of hear what they're doing. And we're excited that they are our beneficiary this year for not only the uh, – pre-race post-race party but the run clubs of course we have a suggested donation if you're listening this is the last day yes absolutely and and if let's say for some reason you put zero dollars on that suggested donation which there might have been a few we're going <laughs> to ask you to go on back and uh, at least hit that up because we really again we, everything we do is for value and this is the one thing we're asking and it's not for us it's for really good to chaos cancer fund yep, so 100 percent, absolutely so we'd love for you to go on back if you put zero now after you listen to this interview, you'll know why it's so important. So with that being said, the cool thing about today's interviews, both of them, Pat, is that um, both of them are on site. That's right. Cool. Yeah. And that adds a different level. You know, sometimes we do step out of the Sunrise Studios to go on site. We bring the podcast to the people and where they're at. So speaking of people, with all the people that are listening, we do have a special giveaway at the end of the episode today. So stick with us because we'll have something that you're going to absolutely want, but you have to wait to the end to figure out what it is and how to get it. Yep. No fast forwarding. Um, and last part of the weekend, well, last two things, of course, we're going to have that run for with the pros after the Sir Walter Myler on that Saturday. Big shout out to David and Rise Cameron Village going to be providing biscuits, donuts, coffee for that event. It's always a fun one to run with the athletes that are they're running that night. And then, of course, the final event of the weekend, we did this last year, we're doing it again this year, is going to be the Sir Walter Extra Miler, where we are going to have some more of that Wicked Weed run for El Dorado at Tasty Beverage. This is going to start at 4 p.m. This will be a great place to kind of congregate with uh, fellow track fans, just kind of talk about uh, what you saw the night before, probably be some few athletes in attendance, and of course, we will be raising money from the beer sales on that for the KL Cancer Fund. So stick stick with us. I just think the weekend key, I mean, at some point we're going to have the Sunday, or the, was it, the Church of the Sunday <laughs> Long Run. It's going to be something that'll be like the extra, extra after Myler, you know? So just kind of, just come to everything we do because it's so worth it. Speaking of, we, we talk about this all the time. We're excited to have the race on FlowTrack again. If you got FlowTrack Pro, you can tune in from wherever you are. If not, just go ahead and come to Raleigh. Either call a friend or, or get a room over the, there at the Holiday Inn, Hillsborough Street, right across from Runology and State of State Beer. State of Beer. It's going to be a good time. I know. I mean, even Pat, I mean, the cool thing is, again, we love when people tune in, obviously, to the podcast. If you can't make it, Flow Tracks, obviously, a great way to catch up and watch the action live. But I got an email today from uh, some race directors of the Virginia 10 Miler making their way down from Lynchburg for the race. So like that gets me pumped when we got folks that are making an effort to come. Uh, I talked to a buddy who did the Grandfather Mountain Marathon. He said he hung out with some guys who were all on the course cheering, and uh, he told him he was from Raleigh. He's like, so you guys know about Sir Walter Myler? And my buddy was like, yeah, we know a little bit about it. So it's, uh, it's something that we want to invite all of the running community, not just Raleigh, but North Carolina, low, n- neighboring states, 
And of course, you know, if you happen to be somewhere outside of uh, the with the ability, not with without the ability to get in live, you can just follow us on FlowTrack. For sure. And you know, speaking of that, we're excited to have those those guys here again. Uh, we're excited to have the City's Mag crew coming in town. Chris Chavez, Kevin Leal, Mar Musa, uh, Jeff Benjamin from Run Blog Run is coming down. So we're excited for a fun weekend. We certainly hope you will join us. If you're listening to this podcast, we assume you probably will be. But uh, two weeks out, Pat. Two weeks. I mean, I mean I'm the ang- like I gotta like I gotta make sure I measure out my energy levels because there's a lot of excitement bubbling up right now. But I mean, we gotta we've got to make sure that we pace ourselves. <laughs> yes, it is. Every year it's, it's like this. Stay hydrated. Um, <laughs> do everything that rock that we your gooder glasses. Don't let the sun get to you. But just know that everything right now, all hearts, all minds, all details, gearing up. For two weeks from today. That's right. That's right. Very exciting. If you haven't looked already, check out SirWalterMyler.com. We're adding details all the time. We will be adding that uh, day of information page this weekend so you can have all the info on the fields, the timing, everything you want to know about the event. And then Sandy and I will do that episode soon. But coming up the next few episodes, we will have some athletes yes. interviewed. This is always a fun time of year. We dip into the the minds of the elite athlete that will be venturing to Raleigh, maybe for the first time, maybe for repeat time to take a crack at that sub four, sub four thirty, or maybe even faster. Maybe even faster, who knows? And one thing we want to mention too, What's we mentioned that, this Matt? last episode, really cool. We said uh we needed a sponsor for the state record yeah, bonus. And who, and who showed up? Mr. Craig Longhurst. Mr. Longhurst our, JDL our Winston Track. Salem connection. Yeah, David Shannon, thanks guys. We do have that sponsor now. Um, they're kicking in 500. We're going to kick in another 500. So it will be for the overall state record if an athlete, you know, wins, of course, and breaks the previous state record. I believe the men's side is 353 mm-hmm. and change, women's side 454, 23 and change. Yeah, you're right. They'll get another thousand bucks. So uh, thanks, Craig. Thanks, David. We're looking forward to seeing you guys in August and, of course, at the Camel City invitational in february always a fun journey from raleigh yeah speaking of journey again uh we stepped outside of our uh sunrise studios here where we do a lot of the important podcast work to head (laughs) over to the raleigh brewing company where our own pat price had a chance to sit down with um les abbott that's right les is a runner and the sales guy over there and he also helped brew this beer that we'll be talking about next. So without further ado, here we go. All right, today we're here live on location at the host of every year of the Sir Walter Myler post and pre-party we are here at Raleigh Brewing Company, and we're excited today to have Mr. Les Abbott from Raleigh Brewing Company with us. Welcome, Les. Hey, thank you. <laughs> and tell us, Les, while we're here with you, there's a lot of people running around here today. What is your, your title? Kind of what do you do over here? Okay. Um, I've been at Raleigh Brewing for uh, a little over a year now, and I was brought on board to handle their grocery sales department. So pretty much anytime you see a Raleigh Brewing beer in a grocery store or a Total Wine or something like that, um, that's up to me to, to take care of. 
Cool, cool. There you go. You'll you'll know Les put it there next time you see see a beer at the bottle <laughs> shop or Harris Teeter or wherever. And you know, Les kind of came to our our attention earlier this year. We noticed that he was involved with brewing a beer for the Olmstead 100. And if you're not familiar with this race, this is a 100-mile race that takes place over at Olmstead Park. It is the one qualifier for the Western States race in North Carolina. And uh, I know Rhett, Les here uh, made a beer for the event, which uh, we were having him do this for our event as well. But Les, tell us a little bit about uh, your experience with the Olmstead 100. Sure. Okay. Um, so I got involved with ultra running about five years ago. Um, my uh, oldest daughter w- had just been born, and I decided, hey, let's do something different. Let's do something that seems impossible and out of my realm. Let's do a marathon. So I, I did that. I checked that off my list, and very soon I got that itch to do something again. Um, and so I was introduced into the world of trail running and ultra running. And um, it seems like I would sign up for one big event every year and just kind of go a little bit further, uh, something that seemed impossible to me. And I didn't know it at the time, but one of the best 100 mile races takes place right here in our own backyard. For sure. Um, so I, I kind of got nudged into signing up for Umstead. Um, by uh, Brian Staffy, who runs Run and Try, uh, the running store out in Wake Forest. And um, this was my second year doing it. Cool, cool. Now, you got a belt buckle this year. What, is, what does it take to get that out at Umstead? That's right. Um, so, yeah, Umstead, very traditional, very old school. Um, in fact, the sign-up process for Umstead, there's no lottery. It's everybody jumps on their computer oh, yeah. at the same time, and the race fills up literally in three minutes. Sure. Uh, so it's very true to the roots of the original 100-milers, uh, such as Western States, which started out as a horse race. So the cowboy tradition and the belt buckle uh, comes from that. So um, to get your belt buckle, you need to finish eight laps of Umstead, each lap consisting of 12 and a half miles, mm-hmm. and you need to do that in less than 30 hours. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of time on your feet. What is going through your head at like mile 75? Um, by mile 75, <laughs> um, the first year I did it was a, and, and the race always takes place uh, right in the beginning of April. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first year felt hot for April. Um, so I, I spent all day trying to, to hydrate and trying to eat food. And uh, a lot of people say ultra marathons are an eating contest. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, so I got to the point at mile 75 where my body just said, I am done eating. <laughs> so I spent a lot of time hiking uh, instead of running uh, in the middle of the night. Uh, this year we had the exact opposite, and that's just North Carolina weather for you, I guess. It was um, nasty this year. Yeah, yeah. it was nasty. Uh, freezing temperatures, rained all day. It even started to snow in the middle of the night. And uh, I noticed I, I was trying to go for a 24-hour finish. Sure. That's a goal of mine. Uh, your, your goal is to always finish first, but why not have some fun and of course. and try to go faster? Um, I got through 50. Great. Uh finished that in around 10 hours and I started to notice a pain in my left knee and I always go with the rule if you know as long as I'm not bleeding or there's not a bone sticking out I'm gonna keep going so you've adopted the ultra mentality exactly (laughs) Um, but eventually around mouse 60 to 70 
uh, running was not happening anymore. Sure. My knee was so swollen, it was locking up. So I had to make a decision and do some math and figure out, can I finish this thing uh-huh. by hiking it in? Um, so I spent all night out there hiking it in to make sure that I could finish under 30 hours. Nice. And another thing came to our attention, which kind of is why we're here today, is during that race, you were involved in brewing a beer for the Umstead 100, correct? That's right. So, of course, we saw this, Mm -hmm. and we are having you do this this year for the Sir Walter Myler, which will be the pre-party, of course, Friday, August 3rd, starting at 6 o'clock. So tell us what you have in store for us for uh, for the beer coming at us at that pre-party. Sure. Well, we wanted to brew something that was fitting for the August weather here um, and something that I think everybody could appreciate and approach. You know, it, it's, it's great that we have – you can walk into Raleigh Brewing and you can get something super hoppy, uh, um, a nice we're, – we're, enjoying a nice New England IPA right now, in Very fact. Very tasty. Yes. Um, but we decided we wanted to get something that would definitely please everybody if you're, you're not into big hoppy beers. So um, we decided to brew a Kolsch. Um, and we, we did uh, use some uh, common hops uh, for some a little bit of bitterness uh, in, the, in the boiling process. Um, but we're going to stick true to its roots and no, no dry hopping. Uh, we're going to leave it with that, that clean... Uh, clean aroma and taste. That colshi taste. Yeah, it's 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 going to be probably uh, about a four point seven percent beer, so everybody Perfect. can enjoy quite a few of them and uh, and and still find their way home. And what's it going to be called, Les? Uh, well, we want to pay. I'm all about paying tribute to the past, and um, you know the the Sir Walter Myler, uh, as a lot of people may know, um, used to be the the Sandman mile yeah technically i guess we're in year six if mm-hmm. you count uh, the sandman mile which is really what got this started so so we're gonna call it sir sandman we love it sandy is not here with us today so this will be fun because he he'll be blushing when he hears this <laughs> interview <laughs> but uh we're really excited to to have that uh come down the pipes and we can't wait for you guys to get some of it as you'll hear later in this episode we will be interviewing a uh, some folks from the KL Cancer Fund, and that's where this beer, the money for that, will be going towards that. So certainly come out and drink a pint for that. So all that in mind, Les, tell us what else is going on over at uh, Raleigh Brewing these days. We've noticed that there has been some kind of additions on outside. The beer garden keeps getting bigger. Um, the place just keeps getting nicer and expanding ever since uh, you turned five. We're mm-hmm. on year five. Raleigh Brewing's just probably six months older than us. So, mm-hmm. so what's going on up here these days? Yeah, we want Raleigh Brewing to be an all-encompassing uh, way for everyone to relax. Um, there's, a, there's a homebrew shop here, so you can come in and go to the bar and order yourself a pint and then walk a few feet over and learn about home brewing and get all the equipment you may need to go home and make your own beer. Um, Raleigh Brewing is kind of become known for being very dog friendly. Uh, we have a lot of outdoor space here uh, for dogs to, to come uh, and, and enjoy a beer with their owners. Uh, the addition we were talking about, um, you know, what a perfect time with it being so warm outside. Uh, mm-hmm. We're trying to get a little bit better outdoor seating. Um, we, we've got some shade. Uh, put up right now and they've just built a, a new deck addition so there's going to be even more space for for people to enjoy outdoor beer and uh it's gonna be right next to our food trucks that we have here every day so you can literally come to raleigh brewing and do it all 
For sure. And we were just talking earlier with Shannon, uh, who's helped us out every year, the bar manager up here. Um, her along with uh, Patrick and Christy have always been huge helps to making this party happen. Every year gets a little bit better. But this year I know we're going to have Bo's Kitchen out there. We're going to have um, Arepa Culture, which is another awesome food truck. And if you came to the Rock, the Rocket Mile in a Rocky Mount, we had the Webby Shaved Ice. So mm. on a hot day, that will be great for, for adults and for kids alike. As you know, Sir Walter Myler is family-friendly. It is a free event. The beer's not free, but those beers, if you pick up that uh, Sir Sandman Hoppy Kolsch, that will go towards the KL Cancer Fund. So a few more things before we let you go here, Les. We know you were running the pop-up miles this year. What did you think about that? I loved it. I haven't been on a track like that in probably at least 18 years, back when I was in high school. Um, you know, I, I could probably go to a local high school and jump the fence and hope I don't get in trouble for being on a track. Sure. But this was different. Um, this was going out there, and it felt like real competition. Everybody's out there, you know, every age, pace, um, but everybody was trying to do their best. Um, so it was really great to go out there and feel fast again because 100 miles, you were not moving very quickly. <laughs> very true. Very true. Different, different skill set for sure. Mm-hmm. And with that in mind, I know that Raleigh Brewing has team entered for the uh, 4x4 and for the Run Club Mile. Are you going to be running? I'm, no, I'm not going to be running. I'm going to be a spectator. Um, I'm going to be out there with my camera just enjoying it like a, a normal fan. And it's it's such a different experience. I'm going to invite out as many friends as possible that maybe aren't in the, the running community just so they can see what kind of spectator event this is. It's like a party. Yeah, that's what we've been going for from day one. As many of you guys know, we created this race very deliberately. And part of that was with um, – the walkability from Raleigh Brewing to the Meredith track and back. And it's, it's been great to work with these folks for, for the past five years. So want to just thank you for coming on, uh, Les, and bringing that runner vibe to the Raleigh Brewing scene. It's going to be a fun night. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Wow. Uh, Les, we appreciate uh, having you on, and man, I'm honored uh, that uh, we got a, the Surf Sandman uh, Kolsch, that we're kind of taking it back to the roots. That's going to be exciting. Got to make sure they save some for the uh, for the after party. That no we, doubt. So, folks, go light on it on the front end. We got to have some after the race. But uh, Les, appreciate you coming out and uh, not only being a part of Sir Walter the night through your your brewing, but also with uh, your involvement through the pop-up miles. And uh, yeah, excited to obviously love partnering with Raleigh Brewing. They've been with us since year one. That's right. And if you want to be involved, part of what we have with that that pre-party is we have a pre-party within a pre-party. Tell us about this. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the ways is, you know, again, as you know, Sir Walter, we love anyone to come out. You don't have to pay. You show up. But Let's just say you really want to get behind, want to experience the race at the next level. We have created the very important spectator, also the VIS, which is kind of like a a ticket that you get for the night. And uh, let me just run through real quickly what you get. That includes um, premier seating. And and when I say premier, we're we're talking about something that you're going to have the best vantage. Please trust me when I say this. You will have the best view 360 above all the heads. 
on the track. So you're gonna want that. Of course, you'll have access to the field before everyone else. We'll get you this, the, uh, the VIS lanyard, as you know. It also gets you access to the pre-party party, which is a room we have set up within Raleigh Brewing, which will have drinks and food for you, just so you, you don't have to stand in line and you can have a chance to, to get something on the front end. We'll make sure we, uh, we get you over to the track. And along with that, we definitely want to outfit you in a pair of the special edition Gooder sunglasses with the Runology Times, the Sir Walter Myler logo for this year. Plus, you also get a Summer of Miles tank of your choice in your color and, well, the colors we put forth in your size. So, for $75, that's it, Pat. This yeah. is all the things you get. What else can you get for that amount of money? Not much. Not this. That's. I mean, the value you're getting, this is a deal. If you're a running fan and you really want to dig into Sir Walter, come join us for this. Everybody does it. that does it every year comes back. Uh, everybody that doesn't do it gets mad because they're not allowed in that front corral. It's a place you want to be. Absolutely. And I'm telling you, the, the, the viewing is going to be incredible. Shout out to Anderson Painting. Uh, I've been working with them. We're going to have something cool. So you're going to want to be a part for this premiere of viewing. Um, there's two names in particular. I just want to go ahead and throw it out there. James Wells and Stephen Knight have been doing the VIS since year one. So shout out to those guys for continuing every year to come back and be a part, support what we do and be outfitted with the VIS gear, swag, and view. You can't beat it. No doubt. Go over to the Sir Walter Myler website, click on the merch, and it will have the details there to join that. Or if you want to go to the athlete dinner the night before, that's going to be a cool option as well. So check that out. And uh, speaking of Sandy, all the cool things, we got a great interview coming up next with Robin Pate of the KEL Cancer Fund. Um, tell us a little bit about how we connected with them. Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of our supporters, uh, Dr. Mark Graham, an oncologist at Waverly Hematology Oncology, which is out there kind of in the Cary Apex border. Um, again, we've talked about him before, but he is uh, has been a gracious sponsor and has uh, really added a lot to the race. But he's really involved with the KL Cancer Fund. One, because he actually worked with KL as a patient. Um, during her bout with, with breast cancer. And so he's been involved with not only her and her team, but of course now the KL Cancer Fund. So he connected us, but again, I think in a lot of ways, the again, we'll hear from Robin, what they do that spans the totality of women's cancer, plus just the local connection. Again, as we always say, Sir Walter, for one night of the year, we may have national relevance and prominence, but the rest of it, we're, we're really a locally engaged uh, community thing. And I really think that that matches up well with the aims and the funding and really the goals of the Cal Cancer Fund. So it's been cool. I will say, and I didn't bring this up in the interview, but Robin Pate, because all the people on the who work at the fund worked with KL, whether you know was it sports administration or on uh, the coaching team. But Robin Pate was still at NC State when I got my sixth year. He actually helped me get my eligibility for my sixth year. That's pretty cool. At NC State. So it's an honor to have him on. So. Let's um let's go ahead and take it on site to the KL Cancer Fund when we get to talk with Robin Pate. And I'm looking forward to it. There we go. All right. Well, it is always fun when we get to be on site which is where we are today. And uh, I'm excited to say that we are in the studio office <laughs> at the KGAL Cancer Fund. I'm here, obviously, with, with Pat Price, but also today with Robin Pate, who is 
Director of Events and Community Partners. Robin, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. I appreciate you guys coming in today. And, you know, Coach Yao uh, used to call me uh, uh, duct tape because uh, I did a little bit of everything. So I appreciate you calling my office, yeah. you know, kind of the studio. <laughs> the studios. In the storage, studio, whatever. But I'm, I'm glad you guys are here today. Yeah. Well, we're excited to be here. It's always fun to, to come on site. I think we kind of get a sense of what an organization is like when you get to come to the offices. But, you know, this is an exciting year for Sir Walter because we will be partnering with the KL Cancer Fund, kind of more and a little bit more official this year um, in, in some ways. And want to go ahead, you know, some of you may have seen right now, you know, um, two things in particular, but um, from our Run Club Mile and our Run Club Relays, uh, we are asking for su suggested donations for the KL Cancer Fund, which is, of course is why we're here and we're going to kind of get into what the fund is and, and what our connection is. But um, so this is kind of our, 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 our connecting point to, so you can understand where this money is going towards. So we're excited to kind of, we're going to delve into that today. Also to our, you know, our charity beers, they'll, um, the money that we raise for the pre and post party at the Raleigh Brewing Company. Um, you know, one beer from Wicked Weed and one from Raleigh Brewing, both will be going towards the KL Cancer Fund. So we're excited as, as Sir Walter running to be able to deliver, um, you know, hopefully what will be initial uh, initial check, but hopefully more to come. And so anyhow, but let's, let's dig in today. Robin, just break down for those, I know some folks probably have never heard of the KL Cancer Fund. So kind of just give us a little bit of kind of history um, to where uh, kind of how it got started and then you know how it got where we are today. Sure, and I, I need to start by explaining who KL was. Perfect. So, yeah, uh, KL was a women's basketball coach at North Carolina State for over 34 years. Was an incredibly uh, successful coach. She Legend. was in yeah. Yeah, yes. She was in 13 halls of fame and over 700 wins and coached over a thousand games at NC State and uh, you know just a, a remarkable coach. But what was so impressive about Coach Al was she was she was absolutely a better person than she was coach. So yeah. she was a Hall of Fame person as well. She was diagnosed with breast cancer back in 1987, and back then, oh, wow. of course, not that it's any uh, you know uh, 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 easy road now, but back then, very very difficult. Uh, she had a, a radical mastectomy, and after that, she was. Um, she was our Olympic coach. She was the U.S. Olympic coach the following year. So even though it was a little speed bump, she never stopped what she was doing. What she was loved to do was teaching and coaching. Um, so she was the Olympic coach the following year, kept coaching at NC State for over 20, 20 years beyond that. Wow. And, you know, the cancer came back in 2004, uh, had a recurrence, and then a couple of years later came back again with a vengeance as stage four. And at that time, Coach Al knew that, you know, one was eventually going to probably claim her. Um, and I think she wanted to do something good. She was always about helping other people. She was always about service. Um, I always say about Coach Yao, she was the greatest leader I ever knew because she was the greatest servant mm. that I ever knew. Um, but she wanted to give, and she decided that the way she wanted to give back was to create the KL Cancer Fund. And we, you know, we joke sometimes, but we kind of had to convince her to put her own name on yeah. the fund. <laughs> we needed her to help us elevate it because she was such a, a sure. big name, a big personality. Um, and I'll, I'll backtrack just a little bit. Uh, it's it's kind of unique that. 
myself and our CEO and in fact our um, our our also director of communications were all with Coachell at this time at that time and worked with her for a number of years before that I was with her for 17 years Stephanie Glantz our CEO for 15 years so and we were all, there. Coach, I mean you talking about like with her being not just friends but you were on the coaching staff with absolutely her. yeah so wow. Stephanie Glantz our CEO was uh, her uh, associate head coach for 15 years. Uh, I was with Coach Al in a number of capacities. I started as a manager when I was in undergrad. Wow. Uh, manager for the women's basketball team, then an assistant coach. I left for a couple of years. She asked me to come back. I came back, was an assistant coach. And about that time, my wife and I started having kids. I wanted to get off the road recruiting. And for my last 11 years with her, I was her director of operations. So I managed all the logistics of travel. Okay. And, uh, I was the liaison with a number of entities on campus, whether it was tickets or compliance or, or whatever, uh, to kind of allow the coaches to coach and recruit. But at this time, she was also starting the KO Cancer Fund, so a piece of especially what Stephanie Glantz was doing and a little bit of what I was doing was helping some of those pieces put, put those pieces together. And really, the way it came about was when the cancer came back, so many women's basketball teams and coaches across the country wanted to do something to show their support. And it started with something as simple as wearing pink shoelaces. And this is back before the, you know, the pink explosion sure, where yeah, everybody, right, yeah. this is back in 04, 05. And so, uh, and that turned into Nike saying, what can we do? All of a sudden there's a pair of shoes that has Coach Al's name on it and a pink breast cancer ribbon. And all of a sudden Nike are creating uniforms and people across the country are wearing shirts and th they were raising money through their games and sending it at the time to the KO Cancer Fund and at the time when that was first happening we didn't have an office I mean it, we're, she was still coaching right, right. we're still sure. doing yeah. our ignore yeah. so uh, the WBCA which is the Women's Basketball Coaches Association in Atlanta was helping us basically collect the money and then uh, through our partnership with the V Foundation where we uh, they help us determine the validity through their scientific advisory committee of where our funding goes we uh, our, our board makes those eventual decisions but um, it, 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 it really did explode um, and Coach Al was very direct in what she wanted done with the money, the three missions of the fund. Uh, number one was to raise money and provide research for women with all types of women's cancer. Yeah, and I, so just before you go any farther, yeah. I think that's the misconception a lot of times. People think this yeah. is just a fund for breast cancer. Right. While that's what KL had, yeah. the fund is for all women's that, cancers. That's correct. And, you know, our primary color is still pink, pink. And, and we have some, some other colors we've added now. But uh, Coach Al wanted it to be very inclusive of all women's cancer. So, and we, uh, we've even done a, a, a grant for lung cancer, which you don't call a women's cancer, but it's lung cancer in women. Okay. Uh, we've done a research grant that we actually have at UNC Lineberger now. Uh, we did a million dollar grant at UNC Lineberger 
for cancer in the aging women's population. Coach Yao, when she was going through her journey, wanted to be a part of, uh, of some research studies and she, she was told she was too old. Well, you can't tell somebody who's competitive like that that they're, <laughs> right, they're too, too old. old. Yeah. She's ready to live. She was ready to fight uh, even more, obviously. Um, but because of that, we did a research grant for cancer and aging women's population at UNC Limeburger. So that uh, that's that's a little bit about the history of the fund, and and we're you know we're we're honored to be carrying on part of Coach Al's legacy. She didn't create this to to be a part of her legacy, but it obviously is a way that she continues to give as she did when she was living. Right. When I think the interesting thing for me, Robin, is that I heard about, honestly, I heard about KL through like the, the games, the play mm -hmm. for K games that, um, you know, that were on a national level. And so it's been interesting as we, you know, get into hang out and know you guys that there, this is really truly a local thing that, that has national reach, but it is local. Absolutely. And I think that we resonate a little bit about that with Sir Walter, where it's our Sir Walter Mahler, yes, or one night a year we have national relevance, mm -hmm. but the, the, the reality is where we have our impact is our roots locally. And so I thought it was really interesting. So a year ago, one of the guys that, or uh, Dr. Mark Graham, who we've worked with and has been very supportive of, of, of our efforts, is is you know on your board directors. Am I correct on that's, that? That's absolutely right. And he's been able to tie us together. And so getting to hang out with you guys and just learn, because I mean, I can, I can speak for my family and of course, I know Pat can as well, about how cancer has touched our family. So to know this is all women and the local ties mm -hmm of who KL was, but then the cancer fund, um, that that really resonated with us. And well, Dr. Graham is obviously a well-known, well-respected, extremely talented uh, physician and was Coach Al's oncologist as well. Okay. So there is a strong point. connect yeah. uh, with all of that. And as you mentioned, we're, you know, these games you're talking about that are across the country, they're, they're every level of college, Division One, Two, Three, NAIA, Junior College. We're also in high schools. We're in all 50 states with these games. But we have a strong desire to continue to grow things locally. It, it's interesting that uh, I would say a, f uh, a number of years ago, f maybe four years ago, we probably had a better national presence mm -hmm. than we did local because okay. we started so national. Mm -hmm. And now we're really trying to do a lot to bring it back local because this is where Coachella lived, right? right. I mean, her entire life she lived in North Carolina and for most of her life she was in living in Cary, working at NC State in Raleigh. So there's a lot of reasons that we need to be here. She was always, you know, people used to say when, when they met her they felt like they had known her for years. I mean, she was a, a typical great North Carolina Southern belle. I mean, she, yeah. but, uh, except on the basketball court. Basketball court is different. <laughs> it was, it was well, that's, I was going to say, man. you know, I know you mentioned that, um, you know, some of the funds go to UNC Limeburger. I was like, you know, would she be okay with money going yeah. over to, to the Tar Heels? Yeah, you know what? If, if it means uh, that we're getting closer to finding a cure or extending life or or uh, uh, in, in increasing the, the quality of life that women have while they're going through the battle or going through the treatment, she would absolutely be all for it. No, we absolutely, when UNC's playing their play for K game, we're, we're all in. Okay, for, for UNC, duly noting. So yeah, that's, that's, that's on the record, right. folks. Okay. That's on the record. So, um, you know, again, we've asked our, our run clubs, mm -hmm. you know, for a suggested donation. So we yeah. we would love folks to really understand what we're asking. That This, this money is going towards all women cancers, um, you know, to fight all women's cancers. Um, Robin, talk just a, a minute on 
where, you know, again, for the money we raise, where that's going to most likely be going specifically as it pertains to kind of these local yeah, and, components. Yeah, and, and one of the, we're extremely proud of the relationship that we have with UNC Rex mm -hmm. uh, as well. UNC Rex, uh, a number of years ago, created mobile mammography a mobile mammography unit. So this unit is a, basically, it's a big RV, and it's juiced up with, <clears throat> excuse me, with all of the necessary equipment for early detection for breast cancer. So this is a breast cancer, breast screening uh, unit that travels in a 17-county area uh, around central North Carolina. Okay. And uh, I, I, I need to tell you the reason why it's just those 17 counties. UNC Rex has done a phenomenal job of understanding that you don't just ask a woman to get on this unit and then they send the screening off and they find okay and then they re reply to you and say hey you've got you know there's something you need to have checked out well within the 17 county area <clears throat> excuse me there are UNC Rex centers okay so they are going to navigate you as you go through this process so even if you go to your doctor or to one of their doctors and they say it's nothing that's great but if it is something and they need to progress you now have someone a navigator who's going to stay with you through the process through the through the initial screenings through surgery through treatment they stay with you so you feel like there's somebody that's there with you so that's why it's that 17 county area but these mobile mammography units provide um, provide free or reduced cost mammographies for women who are uh, have no insurance or low insurance, uh, not enough insurance. So it, it's we're finding out also that this is although it's it's expensive to have these, it's way less expensive than if you're treating the cancer itself. So that early detection piece is so vital. Oh, yeah. And we've purchased, uh, there are two mobile mammography units, and we purchased the digital imaging equipment on both of those. And it's kind of cool because you see them driving around Central I've seen North them, Carolina yeah. Well, Coach Al's yeah, Coach on, side, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. quote, you know. So it's, it's again, it's something we're really proud of. And if, if we have, uh, you know, some major events and they're available, they come out and they, they show that because it's a great sign that we're doing something local right. and early detection as well. Yeah, no, that's um, that's really exciting because I always want to make sure that people connect with where the money is going, right? And especially when it's going towards things like these mammography mobile units in Central East North Carolina. Like, that's that's very tangible. Yeah. Yep. Uh, speak. Oh, well, I, I did want to say, too, you yeah. know, people sometimes think uh, my money's going to research. What What is that? What is research? Dr. Graham and Coach Yao posed the same question to Dr. Graham when she was going through her, you know, we're, billions of dollars are going to cancer research. Why have we not found a cure yet? And his response is to her was, Kay, if we had not had the research since your cancer came in 87, if we had not had the research and the life saving drugs and the life extending drugs, you wouldn't be here. Wow. So all of a sudden it becomes very personal that that research is something that's real and that's helping. And although we haven't hit that finish line of finding that cure yet, a lot of, there's a lot of steps along the way, right? You've right. got to make your 
first lap, your second lap, before you can hit the finish line. So we feel like we're absolutely in the right race and in the right direction with what we're doing. Yeah, and speaking of races, I think one of the final things I just wanted to talk a minute on was um, I know you guys do a lot of great events, you know, from golf tournaments, uh, among other things. I know Bojangles is a really cool yeah. thing <laughs> yeah. and, and, where you can buy some Bowberry biscuits. And, <laughs> Bo and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's Bo Tom. Yeah, your running community really. <laughs> yeah, I was really going to say, yeah, what if you go to Walmart and you've earned the Bowberry <laughs> biscuit? But um, real quick, maybe just a few details. Mm -hmm. Again, we're excited as a Sir Walter running crew that we're going to be bringing a team out, I think, in February yeah. for the – I think it's – it. Um, tell me the name of the event here. I know it used to be tied into the final women's yeah. Final Four, yeah. but now it's local at State's campus. Yeah, so it, it's called the, the, the Celebration Run Walk, the KO Cancer Fund Celebration Run Walk. And it's it's unlike anything that I've been a part of. And it's really it, it's really kind of a, a celebration. It really is a celebration uh, of life and survivors and their caregivers. And so it is a it is a run. It's um, the last we've had uh, we've had two, um, and both of them that we've had in the past were untimed because we have women who are going through cancer treatments who are participating in this. Wow. We have a number of survivors who participate in it. So we celebrate them at the beginning of the run. We ask our runners to fill out a card that says, you know, our big initiative is called Play for K. Well, we say, I run for, and we have a line, and we ask people to write their, you know, my mom or oh, wow. my aunt or myself so and then we put those cards up on this board and it becomes very personal right when you're looking at that board and know I'm doing something for somebody that's going to help either that person or somebody else down the road um, and you know we're we're proud of our relationship with NC State of course they've done a lot for us they help us host this race uh, the NC State community not just athletics but the NC State community we're tied in with um, the women's center there with athletics with the alumni association so obviously we're we're connected there completely separate from NC State as you know you're not on the campus of NC State right right now. exactly yeah. <laughs> at, sure. at your meeting yeah but it's it's really a phenomenal event people come in as teams they dress up um, they do individual fundraising through through their teams we have uh, different levels that you if you reach this different level you get another uh, you know another goodie bag item and so it's it's really kind of a, a, a cool event and uh, we've been fortunate to have a, a great MC and our CEO speaks and we like I said we we celebrate the survivors we bring them up at the beginning of the race and they're the ones that lead us out on that as is we so cool. at the race yeah. as well well, I mean, I know Sir Walter will be there. I know you said teams dress up. I wonder if we can get our uh, our, our very own Pat Price in a uh, Sir Walter uh, mascot squirrel suit. Pat, what are, what are the odds that we can see in a squirrel suit? I mean, it might be cold that day. So, if there's ever going to be an event where I will commit to this, this is, <laughs> this is it. It's, yes. That's on the record now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. La very last question we got to ask because again. Running, this is you know, we've got the Sir Walter coming up. So excited just to partner with KL Cancer Fund. This is an incredible team here. Um, Robin, what is your fastest mile? Oh, God. <laughs> we, and this is going on record. I know you're from the basketball side well, of things, but you've, I, you've run this, a mile before. Well, oh, run a mile. Yes. Oh, what, you what, just said my fastest mile time. Well, no, well, you, I, was, I drove to West Virginia this week. Yeah, no, no, sorry. Oh, okay, let me specify. Okay. I, I, I'm, I am positive that uh, that I have I've broken a six minute mile. There wow. you go. Yeah. So this, this was back in the day. Okay. Course, so. <laughs> that's that's fair. Well, we're gonna. We're, that that's is that the fastest time in the office, probably. 
currently, no. Uh, Sarah Womack, that's in our that's office. Right. She she can she can turn some some miles. Okay. So okay. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll have to check with we'll her. To check with her. Yeah. Well, great. Well, guys, um, again, we're excited uh, just to, to learn more and be supporting and just continue this partnership with Kale Cancer Fund. Robin, appreciate you being on Thank today. You very much. Excited to uh, to I think hopefully have Stephanie Glancio here yep. uh, later on this year. But um, yes, come on out buy the beer at Raleigh Brewing. The money is going towards the KL Cancer Fund. We'll, we'll, we'll couple that with the, the donations from the Run Club. But anyhow, kind of signing off from uh, the on-site. Um, appreciate you being here Thank again. you, guys. Thank you very much Thanks, for being Robin. here. We appreciate it. How about that? Robin Pate with the KL Cancer Fund. Great stuff. Really, really fun interview. Kind of learning more about that. We're excited to have them along as uh, the beneficiary. We can certainly learn a lot from them as a new nonprofit as well. So we do have a giveaway. Sandy, why don't you tell us about that? Absolutely. We said at the very beginning, hang with us to the end. It's going to be worth it. We're going to be giving away a post-run polo, which is a North Carolina made exclusive to the Sir Walter running brand uh, logo or uh, rather polo we made perfect for you know those post runs when you just need to you want to hop into a brewery or maybe you just have an event you got to go to and you need something a little bit nicer than just a cotton tee uh, but you don't want something too heavy this is the shirt uh, you probably been seeing uh, us rocking them around town you now can have a chance to get one should you be able to answer this question, Pat, what is it? First one to answer this, send us your answer, summermiles at gmail.com. We will hook you up with your, your own post-run polo. Go over to the site, find your size, find your color you like, postrun.biz, or you can just go to the Sir Walter Myler, Sir Walter running site, click on merch and find it. The question is, we talked to Robin about his running career of sorts, and he, we asked him how fast his best mile time was. So if you want to go ahead and email us, email us the answer to that, we will hook you up. Boom. There you go. Absolutely. Guys, there's so much to look forward to. I'm getting excited. It's hard not to go through these podcasts and not get excited knowing what's in store for us a few weeks from now. But um, again, in the interim, as a way to kind of help you pace yourself, but also to build the right momentum, we're going to be having some epic athlete interviews. So guys, go ahead and buckle up. Let's get to know these athletes. And again, just know that you're a part of hosting, right? When we invite people to Raleigh, you coming out, you listening, that's a part of hosting because you're learning about the athletes. You're learning about their ups and downs, their goals, what drives them, where they're from. And it helps us make what I believe Raleigh to be one of the best places for people to come and really break through on multiple levels. So uh, this is your way of hosting is by listening. There we go. Summer Miles once again, episode 26. Thanks for sticking with us two weeks out from Sir Walter. We're excited to have you guys along for the ride. If there is an athlete that's on that start list you want to hear from, shoot us a note, summermiles at gmail.com, and let us know, and we will try to get them on the horn. Uh, Finally, my name is Pat Price. And I'm Sandy Roberts. Thanks for listening to the Summer Miles. We will see you on the Strava course. Can't wait. Come on.